Hi, everybody. Welcome to Passport Playlist. I am DJ Audio Voyager. And I'm DJ Global Spins. We are very happy to welcome you back to uh, Passport Playlist. It is Wednesday, October 9th, which means it is right before fall break for us. So exciting. So Can't exciting. Wait to chill. Yes, I finished all my classes for the day. Woohoo. Woo and then right after this, I have to hop in my car which is parked illegally with my suitcase in it. I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that nobody tows it and that the people are really chill in the parking lot. I will not name which parking lot it is in, <laughs> of which business, but it is there. And I'm really just hoping it doesn't yeah. get towed because I got to drive a friend home tonight. You got to do what you got to do. Got to do what you got to yeah, do. Yeah, I parked in the maxi parking lot um, yeah. and stayed at a friend's house last night. Yeah. Woke up. I got a ticket. Love oh. that. I know, Wait. my favorite thing. Great start to the day. I know you can uh, park on, I think, those types of lots after three if you have a student pass, right? Really? Yeah, I at think least that's what the lady who gave me my ticket for oh. parking in that same lot told me. I thought it was after six, but I was parked there after eight o'clock in the morning. Oof. So I got a, yeah, I got oh. a ticket. That um, really sucks. It's fine. It's okay. I think getting your first parking ticket is like, such a pivotal moment i got mine in front of my bro uh, roommate brian and he saw me have a minor meltdown and like <laughs> but i was trying so hard to contain it and like another lady came up she wasn't the one who wrote the ticket but she was also like a, a meter maid person yeah. and she was just like oh were you moving into this dorm and i should have said yes yeah i should have said yes of course but i, I was just like no, no. And I like, try to pull out like the puppy dog eyes and everything, and it did not work. Yeah. She did not care. Yeah. And then I protested it. The $15. is actually the worst thing ever. It is. And yeah. I don't know, driving here is so hard for me, too. Yeah. Because people are people a little are crazy. Yeah. We don't want to like... American drivers. I'm yeah. Just <laughs> Absolutely. Just, just city drivers. Just in general. And like, I don't know, coming from like a moderately large town... I don't know. We yeah. come from the same town. It's, it's about like, in the middle. Yeah, it's about it's in the middle. It's not small. It's it's growing. Mm -hmm. It is making its way up there. So we're mm -hmm. from right near Charlotte. Yeah. Most people know where mm -hmm. Charlotte is. So it's like a really tiny Charlotte. Yeah. But we're quite close to Charlotte, so we can still be a small town. Yeah. Because we're close to a big city. But it's growing, and we've gotten a lot of things, so yeah, we're and getting I feel there. Like as for traffic, it's like good enough to where the roads are relatively pretty good yeah. most of the time I'd say that. but like also i don't know it's not insane traffic for again most of the time yeah i thought it was bad this summer and then i came to columbia i'm like oh you know minor <laughs> panic mind. attacks every time i'm in the car yeah people are cutting me off everywhere Love it. you got to drive real defensively here yes, but you sure do. anyways getting out of that we do have a nice little international news segment mm -hmm. we like to do every week. For those of you who are new, if you are a repeat listener, one thank you and two sorry. Um, you already <laughs> know what's going on. But would you like to start us off, Global Spence? I would love to. So start us, uh, us off heavy. So mm -hmm. in Germany, um, two people were killed and two others were injured in some gun attacks in the East German city of, I can't say that, but it's think it's. <laughs> Halle. That's definitely wrong yeah. because I don't speak German. Um, but yeah, so the guy was arrested or who they think it was. But yeah, pretty crazy. So witnesses inside the synagogue say the gunman tried to force his way through the door mm -hmm. um, where a bunch of people were inside observing mm -hmm. Yom Kippur. So pretty oh, wow. crazy. 
We mm. don't love that. People are insane. It's in a synagogue. Oh, so <coughs> it was like technically an act of like anti-Semitism, yeah. terrorism. Oof. Exactly. Because I was about to say, because that's really like big for a European country, anyways, to have like gun violence. Yeah. Like, period. For us, we're just like, oh wow, that like really sucks. But also, you know, there yeah. have been more like shootings than days this year in yeah. America, at least. So, but exactly. like in Germany, that's actually really shocking. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's pretty common here. I think like, I don't know. It's terrible, but it happens yeah. so much that we're kind of used to it. We're like numbed. Yeah, exactly. But mm-hmm. I think in other parts of the world where it's not common, it's yeah. kind of like a, a, it's a little bit more deal. Like of a brutal awakening. Yeah. Time, at least. And guns are quite like, I don't know, chill here, which I hate so much. Yeah. But yeah, in other parts of the world. There are some are people pretty. who can like just like carry them around and like, you know what, like good for you. Because like if you're a good guy with them, like cool. Yeah. But like as for me, I think one time like I had to like pass one to somebody and I was just like, ooh, oh, no. ooh, no. Yeah, that's terrible. I was, like, having a panic attack holding it with, like, four fingers. Like, yeah. Like, for both hands. And I was, like, pointing it down the whole time. It's like, I can't. I yeah. cannot. No, it's terrifying. But um, uh, this is actually some pretty good news to kind of change good. the subject. Um, So, in the Bahamas, it got hit really hard by Hurricane Dorian, right? Yeah, for sure. And it's been a month, but they're still, like, going through the debris and everything. And so they found what they call a miracle dog. Uh, he has been trapped under the debris for a month, just surviving on rainwater. And I guess, you know, whatever, like, little food he could find. But he was uh, trapped under an air conditioning unit and building debris and broken glass. Um, and they found him. He's a year old, mixed breed pup, and he's nicknamed Miracle by his rescuers. But they found him, and he's doing pretty well. He's unable to walk at the moment, but they believe he'll be able to regain uh, his ability to walk with uh, therapy, like physical therapy. Yeah. So that's oh, really that's good. Oh, that's so beautiful. And, like, apparently he just came out, and he's, like, wagging his tail. Of course. Just having a good old Dogs time. Dogs are the best. He's just like, hi, I'm a little bit hungry, but how are you? <laughs> what did we get to deserve dogs? What did we do? That's what I meant. Absolutely okay. Nothing. Cool. Um, so, super cool I never watched rugby until this summer <laughs> and got real into it. So I'm going to do a little bit of rugby news. So New Zealand beat Nambia 71-9. to Go New Zealand. Um, yeah, so pretty sick. But I don't know if you'll know, but New Zealand's amazing at rugby. And the All Blacks are incredible. Just um, your completely objective opinion yeah, on New Zealand rugby. They're so good. <laughs> Um, you have nothing to make you biased at all. No, not that. at all. I love that country. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thought it was pretty sick. If you haven't watched rugby, great game. It's not really popular here in the States. But I don't really see why it's not popular because um, it seems rather brutal. Yeah. And so that would be very captivating, you know? Yeah. It's so strange. I went to a game this summer and it's literally like football, but super Aggressive. different. It's like oddly the same yeah but then again without like do they wear helmets no they don't and they they don't don't stop like they they, no so you know how we have plays so they literally like when the ball touches the ground people get it back up and then just keep going like there aren't so it's not as long and it's like way more less formalities yeah oh i loved it it was so good and like all the i don't know 
all the um, positioning and stuff is so foreign to us. Mm-hmm. Like, they do this thing where they, like, all huddle together and then, like, oh, the bring scrum? up some. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I feel like a lot of people, their issue with football, like, I mean, I'm I'm not a football fan. Like, yeah. I wouldn't know. But, like, from the majority of what I've heard, most people say they don't like it because they feel like it's so little playing time and so much just, like, conversing. Yeah. Um, which is really true because football takes forever. Yeah, the games are but so I long. I feel like if that's the reason you don't like football, try rugby. If you're yeah. wanting a sport, go for rugby. Yeah. yeah. And USC has a men's and women's rugby team. Ooh. So go and watch. There, right. I've heard they're pretty good. Watch your roommates get battered, or your roommates, your uh, classmates get battered. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of battering, um, there have been protests in Egypt. That's a wonderful segue. But, <laughs> um, so apparently, the president is away right now for a UN meeting, I believe. Oh yeah, United Nations meeting in New York next week, which is not at all unusual. But in the meantime, like he has a uh, kind of um, what's the word that they used? Curtailed free speech and protesting mm-hmm. and stuff. But since he's been away, there have been some pretty significant uh, uprisings in Cairo and other major cities, huh. um, causing four people to be arrested. And uh, the police have fired tear gas to disperse the groups. But basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to oust the president because he is very deeply unpopular. So they're hoping Mm -hmm. that while he's away, they'll be able to stage a coup. That's insane. I don't know if they've been able to make any progress, but it it wasn't a small attempt. Yeah. I don't know if it's um, necessarily anything that's definitely going to take over, but they've been calling... um, the president, like the thief and everything like that, they're very deeply upset. Wow. Well, it's yeah. cool that they're like doing something about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely very interesting. Uh, they do have an article in New York Times. It's a very complex issue, but if y'all are actually interested in that, seeing what's going on, I would suggest uh, looking it up on that thing. Yeah, for sure. Okay, um, I'll do our next one. So, this is insane. And what I don't think whatever happened here, but a mayor in Mexico was tied to a car and dragged Ooh. by a car um, by the locals, which is absolutely insane. Um, yeah. So the farmers are demanding that he fulfill his campaign promise to repair a local road. So they drug him along it. This, of co- as one This is over a road? Yes. As one would um <laughs> drag <laughs> their mayor i get mad about potholes but i've never tied a mayor to my no. car no <laughs> why would you <laughs> yeah thought that was super strange mm. and just really f- it wouldn't happen <laughs> that's like be a really bad road i know i know but hey if you want things done just yeah. tie someone to your car dragging <laughs> easy easy fix <laughs> Yeah, just a little suggestion. Yeah, Don't not? cite us for yeah, that suggestion. Yeah, but like in the police report, <laughs> you know, <laughs> ways oh. to get things done. Yeah, I guess the yeah. person who did that must have like hit a pothole and then had to pay for an extra couple tires or something. Oh yeah, because I get really mad whenever I have to like pay for that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to spending money on my car, I'm just like, mm, it's cool. I don't, I don't need it. I don't it's need fine. it. It's fine. I, it's fine. I can do without. I can do without everything. Like, I can do without headlights. oil. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't need, yeah. Yeah, I actually have a roommate, and he's having a whole plethora of issues. His headlights went out. Oh, jeez. What else? Oh, gosh. It was really bad. Like, 
there's like a lot of wiring issues so his car just like randomly stops the ac is broken oh lovely. i had to take my to brother's the- ac is broken and he just rides with the windows down yeah. well it's not so of bad course. Like, how long has it been broken just like this like, week no a long oh. long time like several no. months i know it's but so hot. he doesn't care so oh. go him that's fine he's used to riding his bike to school and yeah. it's like eight minutes by car from our house mm. but he like by bike it's like 30 minutes and um yeah so he's used to like sweating it out so i bet he's extra happy more than any of us about this columbia weather My cooling goodness, down it feels so nice it does i'm so excited i got to wear a jacket today for the oh, first time that's so great i was so excited yeah i wore my first sweater yesterday which oh my god was amazing i haven't like sweatered it up yet but i'm yeah. ready for it yeah i'm so ready for it's it that time of year but okay so here's another happy piece of news Woo-hoo. instead of mayors being dragged across you know. roads they won't fix yeah um so you know i think i saw something like years ago that was like buy a like piece of scotland and it's just like one square foot of scotland but like technically you can have like lordship or ladyship yeah if you purchase it um so now there are 40,000 Turkish people that hold titles of nobility in the UK because they've all been buying like uh, one square foot <laughs> of land. That's amazing. But the cool thing about it is um, they have it's so popular among the Turkish people because uh, the guy who started doing it, he kind of began this foundation in Turkey and they were like selling it. He was getting his friends to do it. Um, they started a foundation. But the thing is uh, they're allowed to have like their lordship or ladyship. But they're not allowed to build anything on the land that they have, no matter how much land they buy. Like, he's literally just doing it to, like, preserve the wildlife. Like, no matter how much you buy, like, any of the money, it just goes to, like, keeping up the natural scenery. And so that's actually, like, a really interesting story to me. It's a protected area uh, by the state. And that's just really cool. And then they have, like, sales where they reduce the price like by half to try to get more people to buy it That's so, so they can cool. protect more land. We should buy some land. We should Scotland. buy some land. We can name it the Passport Playlist Kingdom. Yeah, I'm keen. Let's do it. If y'all want to <laughs> donate to the cause of Passport <laughs> Playlist in Scotland, uh, <laughs> just call us at WUSC. Here, let me double check the number one sec. <laughs> Hold on. We're getting there. Hold on. I got it. Oh, yeah, it's... 803-576-WUSC. 803-576-WUSC. All right. I don't know what the WSC numbers are. It's been a while. Um, I can't do math. It's fine. <laughs> it's cool. But yeah, call us if I you want to figure out a way to donate. Just Venmo me. Yeah. We'll <laughs> try to figure something out. Just Venmo me. I promise it'll go to a good cause. Yeah, for totally sure. Totally the cause I'm telling you about, not my groceries. okay this is super cool and i'm just yeah it's so neat how stuff like this is coming out um so blind and visually impaired women are checking for breast cancer in columbia with the country not not south carolina um yeah which is super cool so they are i don't know i think it's so cool like they're using their strengths Mm -hmm. like they're deprived of some sense but they're like using yeah they have so 
based on so i don't know if y'all know but if you don't have a sense your other ones are heightened typically so um they have a greater sense of touch which they are utilizing for Mm. yeah detecting breast cancer which is actually super cool yeah, that was neat. that's a way of like kind of turning tragedy into something that's like a really good life calling. Yeah, exactly. That affects a lot of other people. That's so cool. But um, okay. So I have one more piece of news, and then I'm out. Amazing. Um, in the U the United <coughs> Nations, they recently commissioned a new ceiling to be painted in um the building in Geneva. Yeah, in Geneva, Switzerland. Um, and so it's really cool. If you guys want to look up a picture, you can. It's basically like a background of blue, kind of like a sky. And then it has these uh, long, oh gosh, what are they called? I learned about it in um, art history. It starts with an M. It's basically like these long things that kind of hang down off the thing. Oh, cool. If I can find the thing on there. But <laughs> a lot of people were making jokes because like, they're, they're really pointy. Oh, uh, stalacites. It did not start with an M. <laughs> it's <laughs> fine. Silent M. Yes, yeah, silent yeah. M. <laughs> Mr. Lastites. But yeah, so they hang down and like a bunch of people are like, oh, well, they'll just like fall and like drop on my enemies. It's cool. Like that's one way to get rid of like your opponents in the UN. Amazing. But like they actually secured it really well. But the thing is, there's a lot of uproar about it because while they had like a lot of funding coming in from a charity to do it, the thing still costed or cost, cost. That's the past tense. Yes, yeah, not costed. Cost. Yeah. But it cost 25 and a quarter million dollars. And they're just like, why didn't you use that for other things? Like, My you know, goodness. helping the poor, helping the hungry. Yeah. Ending some wars or something. You really want a pretty ceiling? <laughs> like, really? But it's a really nice ceiling. I, I wouldn't have paid 25 and a quarter yeah. million dollars personally. Well, good on them. Yeah. yeah and a nice ceiling. Yeah. It's a nice ceiling. Did it. Something nice to look up at. <laughs> you have any more cool. news? I don't have any more news. No? We're all out? Yeah. All right. So we are going to go ahead and jump into some music Exciting then. stuff. And we will be right back with our guest from, drumroll please, <laughs> England! Yay! All right. So we'll be right back. And this next song is bonkers literally that's a title that's not just me saying all right keep it locked on wsc hello and welcome back to passport playlist we have our guest here today we're super excited to chat with her if you want to introduce yourself uh hi i'm george and i'm from england wonderful we love we love the brits um (laughs) so what's your major my major's history okay wonderful do you have like a specific type of history that you're studying Revolutionary Russia, or like Amazing. civil rights, slavery kind of thing, which is so quite cool. useful being here. Yeah, that's amazing. So is that one of the main reasons you chose to yeah. come to America? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so cool. Um, so what university do you study at in England? Liverpool. Hey, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. And where are you from? I'm from, it's called Bath. It's like right in the okay. southwest, sheep, cider, that kind of beautiful amazing yeah so how far do you live from your house like in your university it's four and a half hours for our train journey yeah which is like far enough away to be away yeah but if there's a disaster i can get home so it's fine oh that's so good yeah it's perfect um 
is there any other reason that you decided you wanted to come to America other than your major? Because why not? Why yeah. like I'm here for a semester. Why not just have a college ex- a college experience? Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. So has it been all that you have hoped? It's exactly like really? a film. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. It's weird, but I quite like it. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. So what's the most American thing you've ever done? Have uh, you been somewhere and been just like this is so much like a film. I went to a darty. So Amazing. I like walked into the darty and I was like, oh, there was like frat boys in that thing. Oh, man. And there was like a bar, there was yeah. a portaloo. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. 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 I think everyone thinks that fraternities and sororities, oh, well, I didn't even know that they were actually, I mean, I knew that they were real because my yeah. cousin was in one, but I didn't realize the extent to which they're actually just like they are in film. Yeah. Oh, it's super weird. And the Greek village. I don't oh. know. Have you walked around in it? I went for a walk and I was like, what is this? It is the strangest <gasps> thing. Have you seen the film House Bunny? Yeah. Okay. I watched, because, I watched it the day. Okay. For our listeners, it yeah. is the best movie ever. <laughs> so it's like this girl and she's she's like a Playboy bunny and she um gets kicked out of the Playboy mansion and she goes um and tries to find a place to live and she becomes like the house mom for a sorority. It's super weird. Um but in a, an incredible movie. But um yeah, so they have the houses like the Greek village and I totally thought it was fake until I came to USC and I walked around and I was like this is yeah. absolutely insane. They're huge. Yeah, they're massive. Yeah. Have you like so if you were here would you want to join a sorority? I was thinking this the other day. I think I would, but it's also a lot of money and yeah. I don't know how I feel about auditioning to have friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, like obviously it's amazing. You make friends for life, yeah. whatever. But I just feel like I can make friends. Just Exactly. You're a lovely person. You Thank you. Walk around, <laughs> chat with people. Yeah, yeah. I, feel, I feel it's pretty similar. Yeah, it's interesting to hear... Like, what the international students think. Yeah. I don't know. There's some... One of the Australian guys here it has joined a fraternity. And he's yeah, only yeah. here for, like, a, a year. Yeah, I've heard of people doing that. It's like, okay, yeah. go yeah. ahead. Okay, so how long are you here for? I'm here till December, only semester. So sad. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Are you excited about going home, though? I am. Okay. I'm just excited for everything to be normal again. Yeah. But uni is a lot harder at home, so... That's what I've heard. Yeah. There's pros and cons. Yeah. So is are your classes now like kind of easy? I've got an assignment due next week where we have to think of a global issue. I'm doing racism. Yeah. And find 10 media sources that could be a film, a poem, whatever, a book. Write how it relates to racism and then write one page, double spaced, Ooh. about racism and how you can solve it. No. And that's 15% of my grade. What? Yeah. <gasps> that is incredible. That's America for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, one yeah. of my friends is she's doing U101 and it's like she's an international student and she had to make a project about herself. Yeah. And it's like 30% of your grade or something is just like making a poster yeah. about who you are. And it's she was mad. like, "What the heck? That's yeah. so weird." Yeah, super strange. Well, I'm glad that they're easy. Yeah. I hate when people come here and they take really difficult classes. And yeah. then, I mean, studying abroad, I think it, it is good to study, 
but also I think it's such good life experience and you're getting to experience like a whole nother culture and you you live here so it's not like you're a tourist so yeah yeah, I think it's good they're easy yeah Yeah. but then I've got to go home like a lot of people a lot of Americans who go to England like fail their first essay because our essay is like two and a half thousand words long and you have to have 12 references and it has to be written well and that's insane but for us uh, like a, anything above 70 percent is like wow you've smashed that essay that's the best you can get yeah and here 70 is like mm, yeah my my friends one of them got a 96 on an assignment and she literally yeah. started crying she's yeah. like this is the best i've ever done in my entire life i'm like th- i i'm yeah i'm just so great and then she looked around and everyone got like a 90 or above yeah and she was like what <laughs> yeah that's so crazy yeah it is weird yeah. yeah is it like that in the uk in general or just yeah like oh, okay anything above 70 is got a first and that's like i've never known anyone personally get above 78 or so like if you get 78 you're some kind of child genius and that's then, crazy yeah but like if you just bang out an essay and get 68 you think that's that's, that's amazing i just banged out in one night well, actually, if you get 68 here, then you like, like have to buck up your ideas. You need to oh, study harder. You need to. That's yeah, so weird. weird. It's really weird. Jeez. So do you know what you want to do with your degree? I hopefully want to be on the BBC making like. Amazing. Documentaries or like presenting current affairs, history shows. That oh, kind that's of thing. so cool. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Is it like, have you done any internships or anything? No, not yet. But I'm doing some planning. Like, I know exactly which cities I need to go to for the internships. Like, I've Aww. got that all sorted. That's so neat. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hope to see you on there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, how did you choose USC, like, South Carolina? Uh, well, I had I had to put in my degree on my university website, and then it said, you can go to this list of unis. And I knew I wanted to go to the south. So, that kind of narrowed it down to about 10. And then yeah. I knew I wanted to go to university in the city oh yeah because i applied to here and then i applied to uh atlanta in georgia but it's not actually in atlanta it's in athens which is not even near the city yeah so i was like right columbia's in the middle of the city just go for it and then i did oh that's so nice why did you want to come to the south i just think you know you hear like southern hospitality (laughs) and the whole like link to slavery civil rights like it's not nice it's not a nice history yeah but it's just interesting yeah and it's cool to be among it yeah like you can really see it yeah here yeah that's super cool yeah. we're glad you're here in south <laughs> Thank carolina you. yeah um so what is your first impression of the united states uh well my mum flew out with me and we arrived and it was by the time we got in our hotel it was about 7 p.m here and we'd both been awake for 24 hours and we sat down in a restaurant and then like england they'll be like right here's your menu I'll leave you to decide. And we sat down and the waitress was like, right, what can I get for you? Do you want this or this? <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. Talk about getting thrust into the culture. I know, I know. But now I like it. Like, Good. I like I like talking to people. Good. So it's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So people talk about when they come here, they say that it's weird that people, like, chat with you on the side of the yeah. road. Like, yeah. Is it like that in England? No, not at all. Not at all. Like, if you're lucky... You'll talk to the person who's scanning your shopping, but that's it really. And then here, I just say two words. People are like, oh, that's an accent. Oh my God, where are you from? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so I have 
a a reasoning behind why we freak out about Go accents. On. So, well, Sarah and I are quite used to it um, because we lived in Maxi. Yeah. But most Americans are like, oh my goodness, where are you from? Um, so, reason B, I came up with this on my own. It's pretty impressive. So, around the world, everyone listens to, or like most people listen to American music, watch American yeah, films, TV yeah. shows. That's, yes. So, I think you all are quite used to our accent. Yeah. Yes. But... We only listen to American music and only watch American television. <laughs> so we only hear our own accent. Yeah. So that's why we freak out because we don't hear things. I mean, unless we watch like the Great British Baking Show, oh. which I'm obsessed oh. with. Best show ever. Um, yeah. yeah. Other than that, like we don't really have much exposure mm. to different accents. Yeah. And we've been taught growing up that like accents are super cool. Mm. Um, yeah. Someone told me I sounded like Peppa Pig the other day. Is that yeah. a compliment? I, I went to Starbucks and I was like, can I have a vanilla rice latte? She was like, oh, you sound like Peppa Pig. I love that cartoon. And no. Like, Thank you. Oh, Is that- is, uh, yeah. <laughs> I actually, uh, my dad has a friend from work and he has a small daughter who watches Peppa Pig. But the thing is, she watches it so religiously that now she's adopted the Peppa Pig accent in everyday <laughs> speech. And when I say everyday speech, I mean she doesn't stop. Like, that is just how she speaks now. <laughs> That's amazing. I've never yeah. actually seen the show. Right. But, so, yeah. the show came out just as I was prime Peppa Pig age, about five. Yeah. And then here, it's become a meme. And everyone's like, Peppa, what are you doing in my fridge? And I don't like that because Peppa Pig was my childhood. <laughs> and now it's a meme. Do you feel offended? <laughs> I feel very offended. That's hilarious. So have you heard the Peppa Pig album? No, I haven't. Pure bangers. Okay. Like some proper good songs. I will go home and listen yeah. to it. But it's not top 40 and there's no swear words, so it's perfect for the radio. Perfect. Oh, my goodness. Let's do it. We're just going to add it to the list. <laughs> We're going to knock it right out of there. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting uh the listeners will be like what, what? <laughs> what's that but yeah apparently it's wonderful so yeah yeah we're super excited um okay what else hmm okay what's the strangest thing about u.s culture that you've experienced where you're like um, why in the world or that you weren't expecting I think I wasn't expecting the football games to be quite the attack on the senses they are. Oh. <laughs> like I like that phrase. <laughs> yeah. Like the first one we ever went to was like was the midday kickoff. So yeah. we were all up super early to tailgate weather and then we got in and we sat down and I didn't know where to look because there were there was cheering, there was music, there was the sun, there was cheerleaders, <laughs> there was the band, there was more cheerleaders off to the side, there was the actual yeah. game and I was like and yeah. I was like, what is what is happening? Where do I look? Yeah. It's so an adjustment. Like yeah. you really and that's something where I came to uni and I was like, this is just like a film. I was like, I feel like I'm living it. It's so strange. I don't yeah. know the whole culture of it. Yeah. And it's not really like the game is that important. It's like no. the whole atmosphere no. is just absolutely insane. I still don't know the rules at all. Yeah, oh, funny story about the rules. So I, I watched the the first football game this year. Yeah. I went um with one of my friends and we, so all of our friends were in the lower deck and I was with her in the upper deck. She's from England as well. And she um didn't know the rules. So I, I explained some <laughs> of them to her. Um, but I was like, oh, we are the red. 
Yeah. And then they were the, we were not the red. <laughs> we were the white. So the entire game, we cheered on, oh, no, no, it was the Alabama game. Oh. The whole game, we cheered on Alabama. <laughs> Every time that they would do anything good, we would just like clap and shout. And then also, it didn't help. We were surrounded by Alabama fans. And so, yeah, nah. I know. So we were like, you know, when people clap around you, you like feel the instinct to clap as well. So yeah. we were just completely off it. It was <laughs> awful. And then people would turn to us and then talk to her and they couldn't understand her because she has like quite a th- thick accent. So I would have to translate. It was just, it was a fun one. It was, it was definitely a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, have you been to a lot of football games? Been to every single one. Oh, yeah, no. The last one was I can't remember. Yeah, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. And we, I don't know how, but we we weren't meant to be in the the like family section, but we made it into the family section somehow and sat down. And there was an eight-year-old boy in front of us, and there was me with my accent, and then my friend with a Scottish accent, and he spent the entire game just staring at us. Oh, no. And we were like, ah. Oh, jeez. That's cool. hilarious. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, that is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, people really go crazy over accents here. They really do. Do y'all have any accents in England that y'all would go nuts for, or what? For me? I mean, I do have a bit of a soft spot for the Liverpool accent oh. on the right boy. I think it's quite cool. Um, or love a Southern Welsh accent. That's oh, yes. so much fun. Yes. Um, not so keen on Birmingham or London. Mm. Bit, mm, bit jarring. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah. Lovely. Can you do a Liverpool accent? Because I, I don't think that most people oh. listening know what it sounds like. It's super strange. No. Well, this this is the thing. I can't do one without offending the entire no. city. They're probably not listening. Yeah. So it's okay. It's oh. all Americans and they really want to hear. You've got it. Plus, even if they are from Liverpool and they're listening, what are they going to do? Fly all the way over here? Like, really? <laughs> yeah. They'll wait for me when I, when I get back to the yeah. city. They're like, that's that girl. <laughs> They'll be at the airport. Um, what do they say? They're like, chicken? Chicken, that's some chicken. <laughs> um, but the problem is, we have this phrase in Liverpool called, called like a woolly or a woolly back, which means when you a bit like like a fake Liverpudlian. Oh, okay. So I like I get called a woolly all the time because I'm like, yeah, I love Liverpool, I love the football team, da, da, da. and they're like, yeah, but you're not from Liverpool, so you can't love it. And I was like, yeah, I love Liverpool, I love it. <laughs> so if anyone heard that, they're like, that's a woolly. That is so funny. Oh. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. so strange. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, we might jump into some music real fast. Um, so super exciting. Let's see what we have coming up next. Oh. Um, Blue Lights Ooh. by Georgia Smith. Oh, Nikita showed me her. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. She's amazing. Um, I Follow Rivers by yeah. Likely. I don't know. I can't say how it. Oh, the people yeah, probably it. wrong. Yeah. Um, she Takes Her Time by Spin. That is a band from Liverpool who used to live <gasps> round the corner from me in my flat last what? year. And I like I just see them in the pub and I'm like, it's Johnny from Smith. What? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. 
they they go mad if they knew they were being played in America. <gasps> oh, we should send them a video. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll we'll send them a video when their song comes. <laughs> okay. And then our fourth one is going to be "Beat Again" by JLS. Oh, oh, that's that's like a pre One Direction boy band. Oh, we like, cannot wait. They were heartthrobs. I will say. We're so excited. Okay. Well, we'll jump right into it. Um, all right, and keep it locked on Passport Playlist. Sick, here we go. All right, everybody, welcome back to Passport Playlist. I hope you bopped as much to those songs <laughs> as we just did. We literally cranked it up here in the studio and showed each other our absolutely wonderful dance moves. I mean, really, completely. Like you said, unbeatable. 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 So the songs that we just heard, we have Blue Lights by Georgia Smith. Um, I Follow Rivers by <coughs> Likely. <laughs> I really hope I said that right. I really doubt I did. Um, but that's, I mean, honestly, just like an occupational hazard yeah. for running this show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she Takes Her Time by Spin, which you said, tell us the story or tell them the story what uh, you told us about Spin. So obviously I go to uni in Liverpool and they used to live on the street, I think one or two streets away from me, and I just see them in the street. They went to the same pub that all our students went to. Like it was, I'm like, oh my, oh it's Johnny from Spin. <laughs> and then if I was drunk, it'd be even better because I had no inhibitions. So I'd be like, oh I love you. <laughs> and like the barman at the pub is their best mate. Mm -hmm. And then I went to their gig in February, in this place called the Arts Club in Liverpool, and. Like, the band have been wanting to play there since they were 16 years old. Really? And we got there, they were like, this is our big dream, this is our live stream. And I was like, I love you. But they're playing on the 6th of December in Liverpool, but I'm here, so... Oh. Well, be honest, do you have a favourite? I do have a favourite. Who? It's the front man, Johnny. Uh -huh. If you think my dance moves are good, you can check out his dance moves. Ooh, I'll make and a note to he hear loves, that. He loves a leopard print cardigan. He's, Ooh. Oh, oh he's my great. Goodness. He's great. I love that yeah. so much. I love it when like a guy either has like long hair yeah. or like painted nails. Yeah. I love that. Or when he's not afraid to like experiment yeah. with a print like that. Really, like Bowie was on it whenever he started the whole androgynous <laughs> type trend. Yeah. Whenever I see a musician be like kind of dabble in the androgyny and fashion yeah oh my god <laughs> so attractive like yeah. men if y'all are wondering what you can dress like to attract most women at least women our age for the majority a lot of girls i know love that you just need to dress like a british boy these american boys exactly they all just look put the away same. the athleisure honestly like, they think they're all great here and they get all the girls. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. no Bring no, them to no. England, they will not get anyone because they have no <laughs> chat, they're not funny, and they all dress the same. <laughs> in England, also, in England, you don't know if a boy likes you until they literally tell you they like you. Whereas here, they'll come up to you. I don't know, you might talk to them for... Like, one of my friends went out and she was like, yeah, this boy came up to me and then he spoke to me for five minutes and then we were kissing. And I was like... What? <laughs> no! Like, that doesn't happen in England. But we yeah. have more of the subtle art of flirtation yeah. in the States, I assume. Because I've always heard that, like, dating is very, like, different between the so States and Britain. different. I saw, uh, oh gosh, what's the name of the actor who plays, I'm forgetting the name of the TV show, too, but, like, he plays um, a special needs, like, surgeon who's really, really good. I think he's oh, autistic, yeah. potentially. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's, like, a really amazing surgeon. Yeah. But, like, you know, he's, like, struggles with the disease uh, yeah. very severely. 
but uh, he was from Britain originally, and so he was talking about how incredibly difficult it is to date in America, because yeah. he's like, you can just go on, like, day dates, and you don't know it's a date, and you're kind of assuming it's a date, but, like, he didn't know it was, because in Britain, it's, like, very clear it's dinner in the evening here. We're like, let's go kayaking, yeah. and then, like, one person thinks it's a date, and the other person doesn't. Yeah. His name is Freddie Highmore, by the way. Freddie Highmore. Yeah. So if you ever get a chance to go on a date with Freddie Highmore, guys, <laughs> don't take him kayaking in the middle of the day. Make it real clear. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. But have you noticed any other kind of differences? Uh, I think here it's all about like you as an individual, what you can do is like I know this, I know this, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. whereas in England, we're like, we'll all just band together and get through together. Like, yeah. let's face it, we're all just bumbling through life. Aww, we just kind bumble of, together. We just get along with it. Aww. Whereas, like, I don't know. And this is not an attack at all. Obviously, oh, there are some very, very, very intelligent Americans. Mm-hmm. But I was in a class <laughs> and we were talking about Brexit and I was the only oh, one in the class that knew what Brexit was because I'm living in it. Wait, what? And then this girl puts her hand up and she's like, oh, my God. Isn't, like, Greece a really important city? No. And I was like, mm. Oh. Ah. Well, you know, I uh, did ballet with a girl when I was younger. Oh, my goodness. Y'all, she thought Korea was in Central America. <gasps> yeah, and my friend. Like, baby. I've, like, some of my Scottish friends, they say, like, people say, like, where are you from? Mm-hmm. And they say Scotland. They're like, Scotland? What state is Scotland in? They do not. <laughs> We're like... It's wow. a country attached <laughs> to England. Like I'm, I'm also like half Scottish too. So I'm just like, oh no, like I'm, I might have to like fight them. Oh, touch. also every American is like says oh, like, oh, I'm English. Right? I'm English. Like, I'm Scottish. Yeah. I'm Irish. And they're like, yeah, cool. Like where, where yeah. is your family from? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> that's like, well, you're not, you're well, not you, Scottish then. Well, you know that's kind of cool. That's one of the things we've talked about before. Because like in the U.S. Like, the DNA test things, like those 23andMe and Ancestry, those are becoming so popular. So popular. Because you can, like, discern exactly where you're from, like, without having to do, like, all the paperwork and birth certificates. Yeah. Like, those are becoming so popular. So, I can actually answer the question, Glasgow, Cork, and Mayo. There you go. See, now I'll accept that you're (laughs) Scottish and Irish. Yeah. (laughs) I have the proof. There you go. Yeah. I have it in writing from multiple geneticists. (laughs) But, um... Let me see. Okay. So we were talking about how you're going back in December. Yes. Is there anything that like you can't get in the U.S. that you are just so ready to get your hands on when you get back? Right. A roast dinner. Straight off the bat. Incredible. Mm -hmm. I've been craving it since the day I left England. Because like in my family, we have a roast dinner pretty much every Sunday until it's summertime in heavy quotations. And then we have a barbecue every Sunday from for the supposed summertime mm-hmm. so i haven't I, like i haven't had a roast and even in liverpool when it's not my mum's homemade roast which is obviously incredible mm-hmm. you can you can go to a pub you can go somewhere and get it you can't get a roast here mince pies are like the best christmas thing ever <laughs> it's i can't really explain they're like a like a sweet pastry so and then cool. they've got like a sweet raisiny orange peel filling but it's incredible Ooh. and then to go along with that is obviously the Brits like to drink a lot, is brandy cream and brandy butter, which is quite literally butter, sugar, and brandy all mixed together. Ooh. And, oh, it's incredible. And then brandy butter, like brandy cream, everything. Like Very any Christmas pudding, Christmas cake, mince pies, <laughs> by the spoon if you're me. 
Like, you just <laughs> have it. Oh, it's, it's great. Just, um, like, open up the mince pie, start shoving it oh, in. It's, I, I can't, can't explain good. how good it is. And then good chocolate. Oh, good chocolate. Because your Hershey's is not good. It's, like, sour. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, we have, like, Cadbury's is the god of all chocolate. You know, I even heard that, I think it's definitely Hershey's and Nestle that will, like, they refuse to name whether or not their chocolate is humanely sourced. Um, Or, like, uh, if it involves child trafficking. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. by them, like, refusing to say whether or not, like, okay, this is ethical chocolate means, like, it's not ethical chocolate. So, or, I mean... Well, that's just speculation. I don't mean to say that on the radio. I'm not coming at you, Hershey's. Please don't come at me. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, so I mean, it's a little bit shady chocolate as well as yeah. a bit sour. Yeah. I can't imagine it being sour though. It's weird. Or big thing. Obviously, I'm not 21. So obviously, I don't drink here. But British beer is so good. Really? And I'm really, I'm just excited for like British I have beer. Heard that. Gin and tonic, like all. Mm-hmm. Oh. I've heard beer in Europe is, like, stronger than in, U.S. It's incredible. Like, U.S. beer tastes like water. Yeah, I've Whereas, heard that, too. Uh, you, uh, like, <laughs> European beer, Belgian beer, German beer, yeah. love an Italian beer. They're all incredible. You know, when I think of Italy, I don't really think beer. No, it's I good. I think more wine. Yeah, but I'm good. sure it's good. It's good. Yeah? Yeah. Because uh, we were actually talking in our French class about, like, uh, what was it? There was... The these really strong beers that are they're considering yeah, like yeah. banning in France yeah, or at least like, for like the miners like eight percent beers. Well, actually, the ones yeah. that we heard, the amount that they were, I think it was like it was the equivalent of four glasses of whiskey or a bottle of wine in one can, and it was a pretty big can, but it was like thirteen percent beer. Yeah, something like that, and I was like, dear God, mm, mm. I've what had, is going on? I think I had eight or nine percent, and I was I was pretty drunk yeah. after just one pint. It was quality, That's powerful. That's yeah. packing a punch. Yeah. I'm like, what are the youths of France doing? <laughs> My God, and like they like interviewed all these like young kids, and they're just like, oh yeah, we're going for parties. They do the trick, and they're cheap. And I'm just like, My yeah. God, yeah, like that has, oh my God. Yeah. I can't even wrap my mind around putting that in a body, yeah. like ingesting that. Ugh. Or, you know, like here, there's like a craze of being like iced with Smirnoff ice. Mm-hmm. And then like, you like hide a bottle of Smirnoff ice. And then if you find it, they're like, ha, you've been iced, you have to down it. Well, in England, you drink Smirnoff ice when you're like 14, going Ooh. to parties. So we think it's really funny that Americans think they're like mad lads drinking <laughs> Smirnoff ice. And we're like, hmm, all right. Well, that's interesting to know. Just like all these Americans bragging at the darties you go yeah. to. And yeah. you're just like, oh, you wish, honey. You no. wish. <laughs> also, like, have you um thought any of, like, the phrasings that, like, Southerners have used are really weird? Let slips. They're like, let slips? That, they're like, oh, they're like, oh, that oh my God, that, Sam, that song slaps. And I'm like, what? Uh, what does well, that's that mean? That's not really a Southern thing. That's just yeah. a very, like, yeah. like millennial centennial so, mm. Or just like American thing? Yeah. Well, you know, here we say like, oh, bless your heart. It means oh, like yeah. you're a bit stupid. Yeah. At home, it's just like a term of endearment. Like, oh, bless you. Yeah. Like if, if you said you weren't very well, I'd be like, oh, bless you. Like, it'll yeah. be okay. Do you want anything? Yeah. Oh, man. In the South, that's like, it's such a slap in the face. My grandmother, she used to do, uh, like specifically, she used to do her own thing. She's like, bless, bless. Bless your heart. It's all right. 
<laughs> she was just very shady with it. Um, another thing I hear is weird for a lot of people is like the word buggy. Like, do you know what a buggy is? Not here. A buggy is like a shopping cart. See, for us, a buggy is what you put a baby in to push it around like a pram. Oh, well, sometimes we call that a buggy too. Yeah. We call them both buggy. Anything you can push is a buggy. Yeah. But yeah, I guess we just call that like a stroller. A stroller. For the most part. Yeah. When I was little, for some reason, I called it a fonger. I don't know why my parents... I think I had a really weird language when I was a kid. We've got a couple of family words that are weird. Like, you know, like a gilet like a oh like a like, um, a, like a puffer jacket without the, like the gilet jaune yeah for some yeah. reason when i was young i called it a grump a grump and it just oh, kind of stuck so in the cute. family and i didn't i didn't realize it wasn't a common word until i was probably about 12 and oh. i was like oh yeah my mom got me a new grump and they're like what is a grump <laughs> that's so, so cute yeah. yeah oh i'm trying to think we have like a couple of phrases in our family like instead of saying i love you we just say like love love mm which is, mm. I don't know why, I have no idea how that happened. Probably yeah. also the grandmother who said, bless, bless. Probably. We have some quality family traditions. Yeah. Like when we were younger, we have, this, like in England, we have elevenses, mm-hmm. which is a snack at 11. Yeah, I was about um, to say, that's the hobbit yeah. thing. But when I was younger, we'd like, mum would give us some warm milk and a biscuit and Aww. we'd call it milky. Aww. And then after, after, we went to Spain a lot as, when we were younger and after lunch, the three of us children all had to go upstairs to our rooms and have resty mm-hmm. for an hour, which is like a siesta, <laughs> but we had resty. And then every weekend after tea time, which is dinner, we'd have dancey. So you have milky, resty and dancey in a day. Aww. You've got a good day going. You know what else I heard? Um, what was it? Like some guy was, he was an American in England and his roommate was British. Yeah. And so he was cooking chicken, the American guy, and the British guy came in and he was like, oh, are you, are you making tea? And he turned yeah. around and he's like, no, I'm making chicken. Are you okay? <laughs> Does this look like tea to you right now? Yeah. And he's like, no. Like, apparently that just means like cooking oh, dinner or cooking food. it's a big, big debate in England. It's yeah. like the north-south divide ah. if you say tea or dinner. Because tea's northern, mm-hmm. dinner's southern. Then if you're really posh, you say supper, but that's not even... A thing we say supper here yeah. but that's a little bit more like oh i'm gonna go get some supper yeah. you know but because i'm i say a mixed race because i'm half southern half northern oh, i say tea <laughs> um and everyone mocks me for it because they're like you're not northern why do you say tea oh. <laughs> so, yeah. my my kids in new zealand this summer they would call like a snack time afternoon tea and at first i was like <laughs> do i have to make you tea or is it just like food i yeah Oh, like, can I give tea. you nachos or do I have oh. to bring something classy to the table? Afternoon tea is one of my favorite things. Yeah. Oh, what kind of tea do you like? I just you? like normal standard British English breakfast tea uh, or Earl Grey. I love Earl Grey. Yeah. I like Twinings. Yes. That's the best yeah. for me. Yeah. I love it. I also have been getting into uh, hibiscus tea. Oh, I've never had that. It's lovely. It's pink. And it's like a really Ooh. dark pink, and it's it's kind of sweet. Yeah, you know, it's a very like easy floral, like fruity. Yeah, kind of tea. So if y'all are looking for a new herbal tea, <laughs> go for that one. I like that one. And there's like a like a orange peel type one, Ooh. which is also nice. Ooh. It's lovely. I really enjoy it. I have like this enormous like tea cabinet yeah. in my apartment, and my, none of my roommates drink tea. They all drink coffee, and then <laughs> I'm over here like drinking three cups a day and like getting so excited. And I don't know, because that's actually something that's been really new. And nobody else in my family drinks tea. 
Mm. It's just, it's so not common in the South to drink hot tea. Oh no, we have tea all the time. Like even in the summer, you have tea and it like refreshes you. Mm -hmm. And my mum, genuinely, every morning, ever since I can remember, has had a cup of tea in the morning and then she comes home from work and has a cup of tea and then has another one after tea where we watch, yeah, tea after tea, um, (laughs) where we watch TV. Like she fully has a tea schedule every day. Really? And doesn't feel quite right if she hasn't had her morning tea especially. One of my friends so, yeah. is just texting me and she's giving her opinion about tea. <laughs> um, she says she enjoys basil tea. Oh. I've never had it. She's basil. 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 Basil tea. Basil tea. Yeah. And she says something about cinnamon. Uh, cinnamon. cinnamon. Um, but I don't know if that's in the basil tea or just yeah. separate tea. Hold on. On the oh. subject of pronouncing things wrong, I went to Panera mm-hmm. and said, can I have the tomato soup? And she mm-hmm. went, what? <laughs> I said tomato. She went, oh, you mean tomato? I was like, yeah. Tomato. Tomato. I mean, like, that's some nice little, like, the majority of people in the South are, like, super kind, but they also have that passive aggression. Yeah. So that's, like, that's some good old-fashioned Southern aggression. The one word that I've heard, sorry, (laughs) I'm leaning over. Um, The one word that I've heard that is absolutely ridiculous and not pronounced correctly in America, I'm certain of it, is... uh, Wolf. Like W-O-L-F. How do you pronounce it? Because some of my friends say Wolf. And oh, some no. of some of my friends say Walf. Oh. So no. how do you say it? Wolf. Oh, okay, thank you. Thank oh. goodness. You're the first English person that has said it right to me. Yeah. I don't understand your T's. Like someone literally said interesting. And I was like, why do you only pronounce one of the T's in that word? Why do you like why is it not? interesting or like interesting i say interesting there you go that's fine okay that makes sense like loads of these americans pronounce one like one of the t's in the word if there's <laughs> multiple t's yeah it's I like water interesting like, yeah my dad says uh water very weird he's like water <laughs> and i'm like dad what is going on because he moved a lot when he was young but yeah. it was always like different sections of south carolina i'm like that is not from south carolina that is like <laughs> I don't know, New Jersey, <laughs> potentially. I don't know. Yeah. But um, how do you feel about the word aluminum? I hate it. You hate it? I hate it. <laughs> Why can't I tell them how you pronounce it? Aluminium. Yeah. Al- There's aluminium. Like, my roommate will say a couple of words and it fully sends a shiver down my spine. <laughs> I, oh. Like what else do you know? I can't. Like she just says it and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. No. Yeah. But then she always gets annoyed because I say, well, I'm English. I like my country made the language, mm-hmm. so that's how we say it. That's how it should be. <laughs> well, where is she from? She is from Pennsylvania, uh, from Philly. She'll be very happy. I'm giving her a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I did hear something, and I don't know how true it is, but I did hear that technically, American English is supposed to be closer to original English because, like, they. I don't know. Ooh. It might not be true. It might have been fake news. Yeah. I don't know. But it was just saying that because um. What is it like? Like Latin Spanish apparently is supposed to be closer to original Spanish as well, mm-hmm. and then because of like the aristocracy in Spain and yeah. like the king having lisp, like they changed the accent. Yeah. They all mimic the king, and that's why the Spanish accent like says like Barcelona yeah. instead of Barcelona. Yeah. And it, they said it was something kind of like similar happening with the aristocracy in England. Oof. But it might not be you true. Might have just shattered my entire basis of argument (laughs) (laughs) it could be wrong we might have to you know go to some music and then do some research there you go come back see what is the (laughs) truth
<laughs> we cannot like coex like these two ideas cannot coexist. But you know what? Even if we do find that out, you don't have to tell your roommate. No, you don't have to tell your roommate. Exactly. Just keep that like high ground. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, so we are going to go into some music because this is actually very important. Oh, but before we go, I did want to ask you: well, Have you tried sweet tea yet? I have. Um, it. W- I had a mixed yeah. response because I like mum doesn't like it, but I like my tea with one spoon of sugar in it. Mm-hmm. So it was it was just like a really 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 sweet tea. Mm-hmm. But on reflection, I just think it's I don't know. There's just you're taking mm-hmm. something so pure and so amazing and just mixing yeah. a ton of sugar in it. Yeah, but I wasn't opposed to it. Because, um, what was it? There's another Southern saying that people say that's also passive-aggressive, and a lot of people who aren't from the South don't realize it, is, uh, like, the sweet tea that you have is very dependent upon who makes it. Yeah. And so whenever the tea's really bad, one of the things you can say to be like, oh, this tea is bad without saying it's bad, is just like, who made the tea? <laughs> and so that's just kind of known, like, ooh, you messed it up. So. We have a big debate in England whether you put the milk in first or not. Because um. my mum puts the milk in first and it's a criminal offence in my eyes. So <laughs> I won't let her make me a cup of tea and she won't let me make her a cup of tea because I put the milk in last and don't put enough milk in. Uh. So it's a big, it's a big, big thing in England. And like a proper insult would be like, oh, I think you put the milk in first. Like you're the kind of person who put the milk in first. Ooh. And that means like, oof. That hurts. <laughs> I but that's a good thing because if I ever go there, I drink my tea black. So there you go. You can't even be involved in the debate. I am Swiss <laughs> on it. But then you might get attacked for not putting milk in your tea. Like maybe people would rather yeah you put milk in first and not have any milk. I'd just be like, you know what? If you have to, just make my tea for me. It's cool. <laughs> I don't mind. Whatever you like, I like. Please don't give me diabetes. But go for it. Yeah. If I've lived this long in America and I haven't got it yet. Oh, you can Guess survive in England without... Yeah. Like, if you if you survive without getting anything here, mm-hmm. you'll be fine in England. All right. So, the songs we're coming up on are... That was really Southern almost. <laughs> um, that's kind of one of the issues. I try to reject my accent a little bit, and then sometimes it comes out full twang. Um, but, so the next song is Beat Again by JLS. Oh. Uh, Egyptian King... By Mark <laughs> Kenny. What is that like a throwback so, song? No, so it's a it is a so the original song is "Sit Down" by James, which mm-hmm. is from the nineties. But there's this f- Liverpool football player called Mo Salah, who the Ooh. entire city loves. So they've repurposed the song about <laughs> Mo Salah, and Liverpool won some big football competition in the summer, and the entire city sang this song for a good five days. So Aww. it just makes me happy when I hear it. <laughs> That's so nice. Yeah. Well, after that one, we have Bad Boys by Alexandra Burke. Burke. And I love how you said it so nice. I'm like, Burke. <laughs> <laughs> and then Reach by uh, S Club 7. Oh. I can't see the list at all because I'm blind as a bat. But all right, we're going to jump into that. Please keep it locked on WSC and HD1 Columbia. All right, everybody, welcome back to Passport Playlist. We are here with our lovely guest, George, or Georgina, who I first thought was Georgiana, as in Georgiana Darcy from Pride and Prejudice and my fangirl self. <laughs> Blipped. But, um, so, like, what do you like to go by more? Well, 
Uh, I was Georgie, mm-hmm. and then I came to uni. Like before, like when I, before I went to uni, like only really close people call me George. But now I just prefer George because if I go by Georgie, people call me Georgia, and that is not my name at all. Yeah. Whereas George is cool, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to be cool, and <laughs> I'm not, but. And like the you air can just, being cool. Your friends cool can George. just be like, oh, George is coming with me and they'll be expecting a man yeah. and you're just like, haha. Yeah. But if I'm on a night out, they're like, boys will be like, George, are you a boy? No, I'm not. Are you sure? Yes. I can fight them for you if you yeah, need me to. Thank you. Just let me know. You got my number. Just hit me <laughs> up. I'm always ready. I'm always going to be like upset about homework or something. So <laughs> I need an outlet anyways. But um, have you visited any other countries besides the States? Yeah, because I'm because Europe is so close mm-hmm. to England. Been to, not not brag, but been to <laughs> yeah. a lot of European countries. But I came to the states when I was a tiny baby. Mm-hmm. Obviously, don't remember that. So this is my first time in the states that I remember. Oh, but yeah, well, Europe's where cool. Where did you go? What in the states? Yeah. Ooh. I th- I don't. I can't remember. Yeah, you were all just told know, of it, but you weren't yeah. told details. All I know is that my parents went and went somewhere and took the two of us, me and my older brother. Mm-hmm. And my brother, I think, was about three or four at the time and was running around yeah. trying to catch the chickens. And my parents turned away for <laughs> one second and came back and my brother had a chicken under his arm. <laughs> and everyone was like, ah. That's but impressive. I, gen- I cannot for, mem- for the life of me remember where I went. When I was young, my grandpa had chickens and I was scared to death of them. Because yeah. there was a rooster. There yeah. was one rooster. Yeah. And he's the meanest thing. And, like, he, like, pecked my grandpa one time on the palm of his oh hand. No. And it was, oh, it was so gross. I, like, that's, my grandpa died when I was younger, but that was, like, one of the few memories I have is just him showing me his palm. And I was, like, oh. Oh. I was, like, more, I was just, like, terrified yeah. of it. But, so, I was scared of the rooster. Yeah. But I was, like, three or four. And I was stupid. And I didn't know how to tell the difference between a rooster and a chicken. And so I got, was automatically scared of them all. Oh. So like, but I wanted to get the eggs yeah. from the coop. Yeah. So he had to like carry me across the entire yard <laughs> while the chickens were out eating. And then like, I put like the eggs in the apron of my dress. Yeah. And then he'd have to carry me all the way back. <laughs> Cause I was like, I want to get the chickens, granddaddy. And then he's like, okay. Or I want to get the eggs, granddaddy. He's like, okay. I'm like, but no chicken. <laughs> like, but there have to be chickens. And I'm like, carry me. And that's just like one of the few memories. I have. So maybe you came to South Carolina. Maybe you just saw some chickens. Maybe I around. did. Maybe. Yeah. I guess you come to the States and get the rustic kind of feel. The rustic chickens in the backyard. Yeah. That's actually... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's becoming a lot more popular here. Yeah. Is to have like chickens and like, I don't know. More I want chickens. Stuff. But my mom says no for two reasons. One, we have foxes. That's a viable oh, reason. Yeah. Number two, she was like, I don't like them because they poo everywhere. And I was like... Oh, yeah, they do. Okay, cool. But also chickens. Chickens. Yeah. Chickens are fun. It's absolutely fun. And plus, you said you were from Bath, right? <laughs> yeah. And so that's already so Jane Austen combined with the name <laughs> and combined with the idea of like chickens running around and like yeah. ducks and stuff. Genuinely. Genuinely. There are farms everywhere. Yeah. Like, I used to work in a cafe on a farm and when I came back from uni last December, I visited four farms in one day purely because I went to pick up my sister from work, went to two farms to get a Christmas tree, and then went to my friend's house who lives on a farm. Oh, wow. And everyone's like, oh, so you genuinely do live in the middle of the countryside? I was like, yes, I do. That's so nice, yeah. though, because I always hear of, like, Bath being, like, <laughs> like, what is, like, the attraction in Bath? Is it, like, the nature? Uh, Bath is a lovely place. Yeah. 
if you want to go for a weekend. Yeah. Because you can go to the Roman baths, you can go to the spa. Ooh. Yeah, we have an original Roman baths. Um, Is that where they got it? Yeah. yeah. You can go to the spa, you can do like cute couple weekend things. Yeah. But if you live there, there's nothing to do. Oof. But yeah, people come for the history on like come to escape the wild city life in London because mm-hmm. it's not too far from London. Oh, that's yeah, nice. Yeah. But that brings me to uh, my next question, actually. If you had to, like, suggest a place or a couple places, if you absolutely can't pick yeah. one in England to visit. Oh, fully got my answer. Liverpool. Liverpool? It is. <laughs> right. It is the best city in England because oh, it's got history. Because it was called, like, the New York of England because it had Ooh. an amazing port and docks. It has culture because it's got, like, it's got the biggest Chinese... <laughs> Um, settlement outside of London. Yeah, it's got amazing food, amazing drinks, great Ooh. drinks. I think called a quad vod. It will mess you up. <laughs> it's great. It's four shots of vodka topped up with WKD, which is a bit like Smirnoff Ice. Ooh. it's got. There's always something happening. There's music, culture. There's the football team. If you support Everton, Rich. then there's that football team. There's so much happening. It's the best city in the planet, Aww. and you're never dressed incorrectly. Really? Because you walk down the street and there'll be um, people in full-on tracksuit mm-hmm. or there'll be people with their rollers in getting ready to go out. There'll be people in normal clothes. There'll be people going to, like, all dressed up in their heels and dresses. It's the best place on the planet. Yeah, I really like that because one of the things... I know a lot of kids who go to um, other colleges and they're small colleges, like very tiny universities. So, you know, you pass somebody and you're like, oh, hey, that's Bob. Yeah. I know Bob. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, for us, though, like... There will be kids in class dressed to the nines, either because they have, like, something going on yeah. or just because they're, you know, for fun. Yeah. And there will be kids in, like, Care Bear onesies. Yeah. And nobody bats an eye. No, no. I love that. Yeah. It's absolutely wonderful. It's, like, so much privacy just in public. Yeah. Nobody yeah. really cares. Yeah. Like, you have friends who care. But, like, as for the public, they're like, eh, you who are you? Oh, the good thing about Liverpool, it's a big city. But, I like, I have never, ever, ever been into town or been on a night out and not met someone else I knew it's really yeah oh that's actually really cool yeah but uh I guess we can uh bookend this little yes interview with a couple questions about stereotypes we love learning about stereotypes we don't love stereotypes I almost said we love stereotypes we do not stereotypes are bad but speaking of which what you got on us um you I can don't be mean. Be, it's all no, right. I don't want to be mean. Just be mean. We can take it. We've heard some stuff. We've I, heard I some just stuff. feel like everyone in the US has been raised to think that the US is the best place in the mm-hmm. world and there's nothing wrong with it yeah. and that everything that comes from the US is amazing. Mm-hmm. Very nationalistic. Like, yeah. There's some great things about America, but mm-hmm. there's also some really, really weird mm-hmm. things. It's just like yeah. realistic. Like we need to be like real about yeah. the negative parts. Yeah. You want to know something really weird? Go on. I didn't realize this was weird until I grew up, but we say the Pledge of Allegiance facing the flag every day. Yeah, it's weird. Since, like, yeah. elementary school, ever since kindergarten. Yeah. And I didn't realize how weird that is until I found out no other countries yeah. do that in the world, not even mm. Russia. Mm. Or, like, I went, I go to the soccer games, football games, um, and they sing the national anthem before every single game was... We literally only sing the national anthem um, on Remembrance Day to remember, like, past soldiers <coughs> that have died, and that's it. Mm-hmm. 
and like you guys have flags everywhere. Yeah. You sing that like it's very nice. Flying off people's trucks. Yeah. That type of thing. Yeah. It's definitely very jarring. And then yeah. like once you kinda like grow up and then you read these things, I'm like, wait, so this doesn't happen to other people? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. That's great to know. But um have you encountered any stereotypes about English people? Well, somebody sent me a message the other day and they were like, Congratulations, you're a British person without messed up teeth. And I was like, oh. yeah, because we have dentists. Yeah. Or, to be fair, quite a lot of the stereotypes are true about England. Like, yeah, we drink tea all the time. Mm-hmm. I like to think we're quite polite. Yeah. Things like that. Oh. Well, I, I have heard the tea thing before. Yeah. I've heard, uh, I watched a skit and it made fun of that. But they also made fun of Americans for being really super, like, conceited. And like nationalistic, and there's a lot of everyone <clears throat> has a lot of energy here. Everyone's like, yeah, dude. Like in my eight thirty yeah. classes, they're like, let's go, contribute, contribute, contribute. And I've literally yeah. just rolled out of bed. Yeah, <laughs> in America, it's very fast paced, and you have to stay fast yeah. because if you don't keep going fast, you won't keep up, and yeah. you'll get left behind. Yeah, it's a super competitive energy all the time. Mm. Or oh, I was surprised. Because we all think of, like, the stereotype of all the Americans driving big, massive trucks. Mm-hmm. And then I came here, and we were driving from Charlotte to Columbia, and all the cars were massive. And my yeah. car is a Nissan Micra, which is, <laughs> no one can see this, but it's probably the length of maybe just longer than this desk. It's tiny, absolutely oh tiny. See, I couldn't do that. And, like, the van we were in mm-hmm. was three times the size of my car. I was yeah. like, oh, my goodness. See, I can't do big cars, but I also can't do little ones. I usually drive a Jeep, like a Jeep Wrangler. Everyone has a Jeep. Well, yeah, I actually noticed that about Columbia. Yeah, like, everyone here has a Jeep. Because they're fun. Yeah. Like, I saw fun. one person with, with, like, a Jeep with no windows and no doors. Yeah, I can't understand the door thing myself, personally, because I'm just like, at least protect my legs. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, like, I have one of the ones where you can take the top off. Yeah. But... It's so hard to take it off and so hard to put it back on because, like, it needs to be secure from the rain. But I just imagine, like, the amount of times I've gotten caught with either the windows out or the top off in the rain and had to run with my, like, friends or my parents or whoever was with me to, like, put it back on really fast in the middle of drenched rain. Like, I just can't imagine how much harder that would be if I had to reattach doors. Yeah. I couldn't. I would just be like, you know what? It's fine. There are plugs in the bottom, and the seats are of a very good fabric. Let it get wet. It's fine. I would just give up. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I think we are going to get back into some music. We're going to play um, some McFly. Yeah. Which reminds me of Marty McFly from Back to the Future, if I'm <laughs> That's honest. That's why they're named McFly. Really? Yeah, because the lead singer loves Back to the Future. Well, I mean, can you blame there him? You <laughs> I love him, too. But uh, So first it's going to be Stargirl, then Five Colors in Her Hair, and I believe that's all we're gonna have time for and then we'll be back with cockadoodle news what are they uh presenting on tonight i don't know i know they do it monday wednesday friday and i know friday is pop culture i believe wednesday i really should ask them what they you know what they do that would be a good idea but anyways we're gonna get into some music thank you very much for being such a wonderful guest um, if you guys were only able to catch part of this and, you know, you wanted to catch more, you can check us out at passport-playlist.bindcast.co and we should have the, um, 
podcast up of this show within a few days. You know, we got a lot of homework, so you got to give us a little <laughs> bit of time. We're quite, and it's fall break too, but we're going to jump into some music. And thank you very much. Thank you very much. Happy fall break, everybody.